<laughs> okay, one more time. All right. I'm April White. And I'm Christopher Tompkins. And you're on the line with the Hype Buster. Welcome. Ready for some real talk on strategic communications? You're in the right place. Chris! Hi, bro! <laughs> How's your week been? Oh my gosh. Uh, good, good. Oh yeah, welcome to Hype Busters, everybody. We're, we, we're, we're all about us today. This is a very, uh, this is a, a one-on-one with me in April today. No, welcome to Hype Busters, everybody. My week has been great. How about yours so far? You know, it's been good. It was the weirdest part of my week was that, I don't remember if I told you this, but I ended up getting interviewed for a newspaper article for the store that I'm opening. And normally I'm the one setting up all of those things and, you know, putting someone else in the spotlight. It was a very, very weird experience. What was weird about it? Being the center of attention. They came and took photos and it was all about me and pose this way and do that and do this. And I was oh, like, God. yeah, it was a lot of that. And then it was a lot of just like, asking me questions and even including what my hobbies are like what who do i nobody asked me that except like nobody (laughs) i was gonna say online dating people but i don't do do online dating because it sucks but back in the day online dating people oh my gosh what do you do for fun Oh, okay. these are the questions. Uh, did you kind of did you have an urge to rewrite questions and provide them with with better <laughs> questions? I've been interviewed and I've done that. You have. Not. I have. I said, actually, you know what? I have a couple oh questions God. that can I? Do you, are you close to your email? Let me just shoot them over to you. Someone asked me this recently. I think it would look really good in your article. I didn't say. Basically, I don't want to talk about that. It doesn't make any sense. It has no bearing on the topic of the article. Give me a break. Call yourself a journalist. Well, (laughs) I was making fun of the online dating people for asking what you do for fun. Oh. Not of the journalist. Oh, no, the journalist. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that. Yeah, it's okay. No, but it's like the three questions are like, so why are you here? Like the online dating. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you here? and I, that's always my favorite. Like, what do you, why are you here, fucker? Like, <laughs> like no animosity whatsoever uh, no. I get from you on this. Really, really enjoyed my time with online dating. Yeah, yeah. All 30, uh, all 30 seconds of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a premature evacuation, so to speak. <laughs> I, I, there's so many places to take that. There is, there is. Uh, but um, but no. So you have you have a new store. You, are you are you excited? I mean, that's a big deal. I am super excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's been really fun. It's been. I am discovering that I really enjoy creating things that I have some vision for. So it's not for a while. I thought it was just you know writing or music, and then. I started to realize from creating trust relations that I love having an idea of something and then manifesting it, like having it come to to life. Mm. And this is cool because with trust relations, it was virtual. So it was this idea I had, but it's still like this nebulous virtual agency, right? But there are people involved with this. It's like super physical and tangible, which is really fun. 
Oh, just that's great. Walk in and like see the whole vision like in front of you. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and also it's like not even just seeing it; it's the full sensory experience of being in yeah. something that you've created. Is pretty yeah. Cool. Oh, so weird and so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was cute because my friend um, Aaron came and helped me design it. And we were just, we got done with designing it and putting all these flourishes and final touches and things on it. And we just stood there like we were supposed to go eat. We'd been, we worked until 2.30 in the morning getting ready for the photo shoot. And then we came back to the photo shoot at nine and we worked again until like 2.30. And we hadn't even eaten breakfast, right? We're standing there, we're like, we got to go eat. But we're just like looking around like, it's so beautiful. It was crazy, but it was really fun. So I'm I'm enjoying it. I guess I'm I guess I'm technically on the verge of being a serial entrepreneur. I don't know how many things you have to do to, to be a serial entrepreneur, but I don't know. How many murders is it how many kills till you make you become a serial killer? I mean, let's Google it. I don't know. I would say that, that would that would be my bar. Okay, hold on, let's find out. Serial how killer many? would be maybe three plus? I think so. Six more? Six, six plus, seven. God, six businesses. You need to be committed. Well, it's not. A, it's not a very. I thought Google would just give me a very clear answer. <laughs> I would ask my Alexa. Uh, uh, but... A serial killer is typically a person who murders three or more people. There you go. So I need one more. <laughs> <laughs> one more, and you're a serial entrepreneur. Brought to you by <laughs> the the definition of serial entrepreneur. Brought to you by Hype Busters. <laughs> Use that in your term, papers, kids. Oh my god, that's a good one. That's oh a god. good one. Enough about me. Well, tell me about you. What's going on? Me, me, me. Um, well, aside from the good old agency work, um, I've been really trying to get creative and immersive, and um, and try to being creative in a non-screen time related environment. So um, I've gone back to teaching myself guitar. I've been going back to refining my piano skills. I've started painting. Um, so, so yeah, it's been really great. Um, because I actually, I'm, I've started, I think I mentioned it to you before. Um, I'm writing a book and it's basically documenting the journey of the creative elements. And what's really neat is that it's, well, I say it's really neat because I'm fucking writing the book, but like the, (laughs) the book, the book is basically based uh, like a, a, a genderless version of the Renaissance man. So, what does using and because what I did was I got really interested in a lot of elements of the Renaissance and kind of um, how it was a really big time of change, but it was change in very specific areas that were all based around humanism, which is like I really like that concept because it's very um, it's very full, and everyone's talking about self improvement. It's kind of like get more sleep and have some more water and you know these are your four mantras and it's kind of like it's more than that. There's there's it's like interaction it's it's like art it's reading it's writing it's looking at culture it's doing all this stuff so i'm basically forming a whole list and then i'm going to document my year of doing it so nice. uh, yeah i'm 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 excited i've started to i've already like gotten a couple chapters down so i'm like i'm excited about where that's going to go and then i have another uh book going at the same time for the bulletproof marketer um right which on. is which is my other brand so yeah, so it's cool. I've just been I've been feeling really creative and I've actually had a little bit of, I've I've kind of cordoned off some space in my world to actually do something, which is kind nice. of cool. Uh cuz you know how it is. As a as Yeah, a, I'm great as, at that. 
as a mm. multiple murderer, <laughs> serial <laughs> entrepreneur, yet, a multiple murderer so of, a, of a business owner. Um, yeah. So, and the reason I had serial killer on the mind is that we just watched the jinx after never, I've never, never seeing it. Have you ever seen that? I don't think so. It's the Robert Durst, um, um documentary. Oh, oh my God. Yes. I started to, I need to finish it. It reminds me because my ex is actually friends with a family member, a Durst family member. Oh, Okay. So well, very wealthy family. Yes. So I need to, um, I need to fin. I started it and I was so disturbed because of the connection that I had to stop. But now now that he's an ex, I can finish it. So that reminds me, I can go back and finish it now. (laughs) Oh God. There's something Um, like an ex that's friends with a serial killer's family. Right. Um, what is the, there's an awesome TV series about, the serial killer FBI mind hunter. Have you seen that? No. Mm-mm. Oh my God. That is so good. Is it, a, is it like a, is it like series or. It's a, it's a TV series. It's on Netflix. There's two seasons of it. And it like chronicles the beginning of the FBI figuring out what serial killers are and how oh, they like, operate oh, the, and like. Mm, okay. That's interesting. And, and so they they go after all these different serial killers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's great. There's something else I watched over the weekend and we watched over the weekend and it I want this is like an early point counterpoint I guess like uh, an early. Oh my god, look at this. You're getting extras already, folks. Um you you've gotten like a, a linguistic lesson on how what exactly uh the definition of a serial entrepreneur is, and you got the exact answer in Merriam-Webster's dictionary right from the mouth of babes. Um, <laughs> literally the reverse. Uh, but uh, but no, um, we watched the Tinder Swindler. Have you heard about that? I have. Okay, so the, the premise I haven't is, seen it. Okay, there's a simple premise and, and then it kind of plays out. So basically um, there's a guy that um, uh, these, there's, these ladies that get matched with this guy on, on Tinder, they go on a date with him. He's extremely wealthy. He wines and dines them. And then he starts asking them and he convinces them that they, he tells them basically that he is this very rich guy, very powerful by all the trappings of what's around them. Like he's getting, he's taking them on private jets the first day. And these are like regs. These are not like rich people, aristocracy or anything. These are regular people that they're, he's matching with. Regs. <laughs> regs <laughs> and uh they were uh sorry regs out there um but anyway um no uh so what he does is wines and dines on the minute he takes and then basically starts asking them for money because the mob is after him because he's in the diamond business and this that and the other but everything checks out online so digitally everything checks out and then the story unfolds and then there's more women involved and then he's asked it's it's pretty interesting i mean if you look, if you Google it anywhere, the end of the story is there. I mean, he does get caught. He gets his comeuppance, very, very small comeuppance. But the one part about the thing that I really, really bugged me was that these girls came forward. Uh, what they were, no, they were women, came forward and they were um, telling their story to kind of get his name out there and start like to help other girls. And um, they were just getting such hate in the comments. Like, you are so dumb. You're so stupid. No, another dumb girl that falls for a stupid thing. And, and it was kind of like they 
started to get really depressed and get a com- complex about all of the hate that they were getting. And then it got to this swell of so much hate that it switched into support. And then the message starts spreading really fast. And then that's how the next person found out. And while she was dating him and kind of caught him, hmm. but it's really interesting. I don't know if I could, if I would fall for it, but <laughs> what's it called again? I'm going to put this in my notes. The Tinder Swindler. Tinder Swindler. Okay. I got it. Yeah. It was, a, it, it was originally an article in something and basically it's all, it's all overseas. It's all um, in um, Sweden and in Stockholm and London. And he wow. was doing a lot of international stuff over there. Okay. Check but, it out. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I, 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 you can do something else while you're watching it. Let's just say that. Okay. It's, it's not a full immersion. Okay. No, that's actually helpful. Cause I'm always looking for things like that. Well, I need to, you know, do something sort of laborious and annoying mm-hmm. or I'm cleaning or something. And I like to watch a movie. Um, I did watch Wally. Oh, Wally. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh Avid listeners of Hypebusters podcast <laughs> said Hypebusters podcast. Uh, we were um, um, April had never seen the Pixar classic Wally, so now you have seen it. What do you I think? Have. I didn't really like. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what didn't you like about it? Like it was too still or slow. I mean, it made, I think the thing that really got me is that made the humans out to be so stupid. Oh yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It was so like denigrating, I guess, to humanity mm-hmm. and so pro robot. I was like, this feels like propaganda. <laughs> like, I don't know who's behind <laughs> this. This feels like the thing you like, the singularity is near Ray Kurzweil bullshit. Like put into a Pixar film. I was like, I don't know what's happening. So it well, just felt, it felt a little bit like, God, I don't know if I want our kids thinking that humans are this dumb and like robots are the future. Cause it's like, we blew our, up our planet. We filled it with trash. And then robots had to come to our rescue. Like, mm. yeah. Thematic, thematically it bugged me. <laughs> Although well, I will say the robot romance was kind of adorable. And also I was in Hello Dolly as a child. And so I was like obsessed with all the Hello Dolly playing all the time. Oh, right. But on your Sunday Well, I mean, talking about um, um, your favorite movie, Wally, the uh, the one thing that's been, have you seen Encanto yet? No. Okay. Encanto is, is definitely... If you look at it from, I, I really liked it, but it's getting super duper amounts of hype. It's one of the, it's one of the first, I think, Disney movies in, I don't know how many years that one of the songs is the number, one of the songs in the movie, which is a show song, which is not like, it's not like, it, I mean, it, it could be poppy, I guess, if you, ugh, I don't really think so, but it's more of like a, it's like a Disney song. It Number one in the Billboard charts. And number and it's from a Disney kids movie. So the the premise of Encanto is that um, they are uh, this family is gifted this house that's enchanted 
And every time a child is born, they get a different door and each door behind each door has a power, but it's all linked to this, but it's all elements of their psyche. But it's like, you don't really see it, but like looking at it from a um, psychological perspective, it's really, really interesting. Um, Yeah. And the songs are pretty catchy too. It's all Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's in, they're like, they're talking about making it into like the first, um, new movie in a while. They're going to make into a ride, into an experience. They're going to do sequels. They're going to do like, it's, it's the first one that went really big. Why do you watch so many children's movies? Especially when it comes to Disney and Pixar. I, I like to see the the two storylines they're trying to say. There's a storyline for adults and a storyline for children. That's very strong. And it's, I love the ability of talking to both audiences while building a strong narrative that builds a conversation that comes out later. I mean, some of them don't land, but, uh, but yeah, in Kanto for sure. I was really, I was really, I have a Disney plus subscription. I watch it. Wow. Um, I would not, I was like, without kids, I'm, I'm curious how you keep watching all these like cute little movies that I feel like you'd be forced to watch if you had children, but no, you're I don't, so you're what you're doing it by choice. <laughs> yeah, no, by choice. I don't like watching. Um, I don't like watching. I don't really not into dramas. I'm not really into war films. I'm not really into scary huh. films. I like light things. Go to scary, yeah. Light things and kind of just really sweet things and sentimental. Sometimes not romantic comedy. I see. I, I see. That's that slop. All right. Should we? Uh, Stop talking about ourselves and start talking about the news. Oh my God, let's do it. News time. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a sound effect. I know. Wordle. Okay. (laughs) Like, is this what this is like improv? And now I have to go and use the word suggestion. Um, The suggestion is Wordle. (laughs) All right. So the New York Times is facing some backlash over changing making some changes to world wordle after they acquired it uh wordle is this like viral puzzle game that people have been going crazy for and apparently the new york times has made it too hard so it used to be the kind of thing that most people could play and it took like one to five minutes you know to figure out what the word was and and that was fun but now it's become something they've taken it to like the next level where it's no longer fun. And in the meantime, there are two comp- competitors that have like come in to fill in behind them. They're offering the same kind of thing. Um, so it's a little bit interesting, but I think it's, I think it's, I mean, it makes sense. The New York times wanted to New York times it, but it's also like, <laughs> it's like they tried to make it as hard as their crossword puzzles or something, you know, or, but it sounds like they've, um, you know, they've kind of ruined it for a lot of people. So hopefully they can fix that. Well, yeah, or whatever. But the, I would say that, like, you know, with with Wordle, have you ever done it? Have you ever played it? I haven't. Okay, a lot of people were talking about it, and I, and I was, and then I heard that um, it was something that was free on New York Times, and then they were going to gate it somehow. So they were going to take away the free version at some point. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm interested in this because there's some sort of economic play on on it. And then to try to get subscribers. So what they were trying to do is make the puzzles really super duper easy. So everyone felt really smart. 
Because mm-hmm. I would see people that um, going like, oh, I got it. And I got it. And I got the word on the first try. And I'm just like, mm. I, I mean, just <laughs> not judging, not judging. But sometimes when someone posts that and you're like, they got the wordle in the first try, maybe wordle, wordle's not that hard. Um, so I think what they were doing is trying to get a lot of people interested in it, just like words with friends. And they kind of hooked them in and then they're like, okay, how am I going to keep them? We can't just give them easy puzzles because they'll give up. Yeah, I see. So, cause you can't level up in it. It's basically, there's one game a day, just like a crossword puzzle. It's like I one see, game I a see. day and that's it. So if you win in three seconds, that's you it. feel superior. So if the first couple you can't get, and then all of a sudden you're getting them really quickly, you must be a wizard. So what we're going to do is we're going to turn up the level of intensity so that you then come back and spend more time more time on the website, less bounce rate, better for SEO. Like there's lots of great implications for it. Right. So I think that's what's up. Okay. I like it. Um, what do you think about Trump announcing truth social on oh president's God. day? I will say from a PR perspective, it's brilliant. He did it on president's day. Like that was so, I mean, of course, right. I mean, he's, he's been doing his own PR forever, but um, I thought that was really smart. The timing of it. I will leave the rest in your court because <laughs> this is more your wheelhouse than mine with social media. But um, I thought from a PR perspective, it was, it was well-timed. Oh, I think it was, I think it was very well-timed. I thought it was very well thought out. Um, I, I, there, there's the, the only problem with this is that I feel that Doing a big launch on a day like this can be on President's Day can be a little challenging because having all everybody do everything at once and a big blitz of media attention because that's how they're all hearing about it is problematic for a new application. So I honestly I didn't I didn't look too closely at what the news cycle was around this just because I've been following I I was I knew this was happening from November. Yep. And, um, and so anyway, but I'm sure that I thought that they were going to beta it before they went to this. So I thought what was going to happen was there was, it was going to be used and available, but no one was going to really talk about it. And then they're going to turn the volume up really loud on president's day. And I think that that would have been a better move personally, because mm-hmm. then everybody, cause here's the deal. If you have like one of the Super Bowl ads was a, um, a QR code. And it was just a QR code that was on the television for the full ad buy. And the, uh, the um, QR code crashed during the Super Bowl. It's kind of like you have to build the infrastructure in order. It's like the, there's, I would say that there's more weight in capturing mm-hmm. the audience that is trying to engage with you rather than saying, I'm so hot, my shit broke. I, I, do you know what I mean? Well, here's so it's interesting. I'm I'm looking at the story in Reuters. It says due to massive demand, they placed a bunch of people on on a wait list. So they're getting either people are having trouble getting an account, or they're getting um, added to a wait list. So maybe maybe because it's and then also said the app has been available for people invited to use it during its test phase. So it sounds okay. like they did do a beta, and also maybe what they did is had limited number of seats so that it's like beta 2.0 ah okay and so probably what they've done which is even smarter from a pr perspective it's like oh we can't even get in it's like when everybody wanted to be in clubhouse so it's creating this idea of exclusivity like oh i can't get into the truth social app 
but <clears throat> I wonder how hard it is. Well, I opened it up <clears throat> prior to the show because I was going to I was going to download it. Now I want to see if I can. Because I want to see it, but it's not. It, but is it called Trump PR? Trump PR? No, that's Galloway. No, um, no, I. Th- um, let me look. It Trump. should be. It should be. <laughs> oh my God! What'd you find? I just I just typed in Trump and I was looking at the the results. Truth Social, get. Oh, I like the I like the logo. Interesting. Oh, it is nice. Wow. It looks pretty. It's really pretty. Okay, I downloaded it. And know what it looks text. like though? Um, if you look at that, I mean, if I'm I'm downloaded it. Look at look at how the truth looks on the logo. This is the create your um screen. Mm-hmm. It looks like that um tobacco. Remember that so those tobacco ads that are like the truth on tobacco, and it's just like I think it says truth on the mm. screen. It's very similar to that. I really like the segmented T and then the little period. The, the little, little the square that's a different color, the um the period that's a different. A little period. Look, look at us. It's like we're doing an unboxing of the Trump app. <laughs> <laughs> Only on every every every. So far, we've every, talked about ourselves for thirty minutes before we told anybody anything else, and now we're just giving a play-by-play of us downloading the Truth Social app. So it is another white knuckle ride on the hype busters train, folks. <laughs> so buckle up. <laughs> um okay i got an email or i should have an email oh i chose the wrong email address i hope you don't (laughs) (laughs) no i think i chose a client's email oh Oh my god they'll be surprised i signed up for truth social um so so it's um it's a pretty easy sign up process if we're going uh if we're doing play by play play by play no, it's super, super easy. Um, I don't have an email from them yet, though, do you? Nope. So, we'll wait. Okay, we'll come back to that. Stay tuned, Hype Buster fans. Will we get an email from the Trump Organization? Hold on <laughs> tight. We'll let you know. <laughs> All right. While we're doing that, I have to tell you, do you remember when I told you about Ron Tarosian and the weird press release about oh, his yeah, 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 yeah. that was, like, long and roving? So, I saw another story and another story and another and i started to realize oh he's putting out a press release every two or three days so there's one Um, one of the headlines is ron tarosian with great public relations quotes ron tarosian on peloton then there's another one um ron tarosian with marketing podcasts to listen to and then there's another one ron tarosian recent charitable donations there's another one on there, like going back to their co-working space, uh, announced the expansion of the cannabis practice. I was like, oh, okay, he is burying something. This is an SEO play. This is on PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> it's all Ron Tarosian with 10 ways to engage existing clients. And he definitely has a reputation for like getting into it. And there's been oh, yeah. lots of negative coverage about him. So it all, it all went ding, 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 ding. I was like, oh, I totally bought it. <laughs> It was dumb press release on purpose because it's just filled with all of these SEO terms of whatever they're trying to bury. Oh my God. Yeah. 
So I, I was excited to tell you about that, which is why I didn't want to tell you before. Ron Terrestrian book release on Richard Miley. It's like, it's like, it's oh just, my God. Like, it's like, it's like a never fart. ending. No, it's just, it Ron Terrestrian with 10 ways to engage existing clients. <laughs> like it just keeps going. It just keeps, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, and he actually got somebody to, he got like MarTech or something to cover one of them, but um, Ron Tarusian <laughs> tips on media features. It's like, it just, it just keeps going. Okay. Anyway, I'll stop, even though it is entertaining. I mean, just, honestly, anybody in PR that wants a good laugh, just Google Ron Tarusian, put it in the news and you're going to see like the succession of these ridiculous press releases. So, oh my God, that's, that's hilarious. Happening. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, and, and I love that. I love that out of like the 10 or 15, like it, one, one got picked up. <laughs> it was just kind of like, I just got to do oh, something with this guy. Uh, no. And it wasn't even a PR trade. It was like a marketing tech trade or something. And they picked it up, but I was like, how, why? Um, yeah. So anyway, that is my exciting news about run Tristan. Um, <laughs> I love it. I think you were going to share something about email marketing while we're waiting for this exciting email. And speaking of email, still hasn't come yet. We're still awaiting. Hasn't for me either. Maybe we know they know we're judging it already. I mean, I just want to see it. I'm not judging it. We are so, so far. We've only said complimentary things about it. We've been great, really, really great. Great too. logo, color, great, great colors. Mm-hmm. And also, I just from the released just, at a strategic time. Yes, yes. Well done, everybody. Beta testing. Um, the uh, the uh, which we all love. Um, also the, um, what, what the, um, the wait list, the wait list. Gotta love that. It's better than the blacklist. Don't tell my grandmother, but the, uh, yeah. the, the, I mean, um, he is a business genius for a reason, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's so great. So, um, <laughs> email, marketing, email marketing daily, um, came up with this great story, which I, which I think is, is it the bleeding obvious? Yes. Do people need to still hear this? Yes. This is almost when I read this. Okay, when I read this, I read this like. Do you know the Do you know the um, publication The Onion? Yes, of course. Okay, I read this like an Onion headline. Okay, okay. because it's this to a marketer is very Onion like. Okay, shoppers will unsubscribe from a brand if they're incorrectly targeted. Study finds. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Can you un, Can you unsee, unhear that or unsee no, that? It's amazing. Um, but I mean, again, it's 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 basically saying the fucking obvious. If you are targeting brands, um, let's see, of the shoppers polled in this study that was um, the emotional shopping experience, um, which was released by um, YouGov PLC or Parcel Lab, um, and of the shoppers polled, forty nine percent were incorrectly marketed to by a brand within the last six months. Of those, 88% acted against the brand. 42% immediately unsubscribed to all of the brand's marketing content and 24% blocked all content from the brand on social media and 22% decided not to purchase from the brand again. Wow. That's pretty intense, I think. Um, and But let's think about, like, for you, like, if you were if you were hit by a brand, like, if it was just something that was... Uh, totally wrong for you if it was like pink unicorn slippers or like uh just i I would probably buy that but you'd probably buy it (laughs) jesus christ your amazon shopping list is crazy um (laughs) (laughs) 
the um a, a, a stuffed Wally was um sent to you. It was dark. I'd be pissed. Or gremlin. Gremlin cereal. Gremlin cereal. It's a thing. We uh, I saw uh, something on one of the blog uh, one of the blogs I was reading, um, pop culture blogs, and I saw a picture as a throwback to Gremlin cereal. And I do remember it tastes like Captain Crunch. And have you ever had Captain Crunch before? I know yeah, that yeah, you okay. I definitely had Captain Crunch, but definitely not Gremlin cereal. Okay, well, you missed it because Gremlin cereal was basically a bastardized Captain Crunch. So <laughs> it was one of those cereals, and all, all my, our dear listeners out there, you do know this feeling when you eat one of those gross kid cereals and you can get the, your finger and, and scrape the roof of your mouth and get something on it. Yep. Gremlin cereal. <laughs> <laughs> All day long. Tack the roof of your mouth. Exactly. And I remember the commercial. It was like, oh no, don't put milk on it. It's going to multiply. Oh <laughs> and then, like, my they poured God. more in. Yeah, it was great. Wow. My child was very, okay. ri- very rich. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, email, um, email marketing. If you are doing email marketing, I mean, it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a no brainer. You have to know the right person. You have to be hitting like buying freaking lists. And just scraping data is so old school. And people, this right here shows that people aren't into it anymore. I mean, I think I've been getting much less targeted incorrectly, as especially after GDPR, when they passed all the email regulations. I feel like it's, yeah. it's changed. I think it's gotten better. To be honest, my personal email is just mostly now marketing emails. And I just, have to hunt through for things I actually need. But I think, I think in general, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, um, if- Oh, it came into spam. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> oh no. The worm is turning on this app already. Okay. April. Hey, unbox this bitch. <laughs> Click the link below to confirm your address for your true social account. Your home address? My email address. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start getting Trump mail to it. Just kidding. No, it just asked for your email. Email token has expired. Why? I literally just clicked on it. Confirm email address. Oh, and it doesn't work. Did it work for you? No, no one's getting in touch with me. They, they've, they've, they've sussed me out. I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not part of the. Let me see. Where's my job? You're not legit enough. I'm totally not legit enough. I'm not. I've been, I've been, I've been gooped. <laughs> Why doesn't it work? I don't know. I mean, I. We'll have to. Now it says join the waiting list. Oh, burn. <laughs> That uh, keeps you waiting more. You know what you're going to do now? It's kind of like back in the old days when you were spending those 30 seconds on online dating, you were refreshing the screen and they'd look, are they going to get back to me? Are they going to get back to me? (laughs) So awful. Um, Somehow when I did the waiting list, now it says four or five, not allowed. Uh Uh-oh. What that means. I don't. I don't know. Let me try using my work email. Let's see what happens. My assistant's going to love that. Well, anything's better than, I, I would have, I was going to say, anything's better than parlor. No, 405, not allowed, doesn't work. 
Uh oh. So it's broken. Huh. Okay. You had us there for a little while, Trumpy, my boy, but <laughs> it just all fell apart in the execution. Um, I'm sure it'll get fixed, but okay. Should we move on to point counterpoint? Yes, point counterpoint. It is such a fun uh it's a it's fun. Uh it's the good old Instagram influencers. Um <laughs> before I get into this story, I have a funny story. I said this on a call. I was, okay. I was working on, working with influencers is absolutely the worst thing ever. Just, just, you know, and I I just absolutely hate it. Absolutely hate it. Part of the, it's part of the deal though. Digital marketing agency, we have to do these relationships. These are the most out of touch human beings I've ever met in my life. And they have no idea how to run their business, which is kind of like the segue into this. Um, But um, I was talking, I was talking to a, a, one of our, um, a potential client. And they're just like, what do you think about influencers? And I said, they suck. <laughs> you did with- not. Yeah, just did. right like that. No, yeah, no. I said, they suck. I said, I don't deal with influencers. I deal with people that can make change because I don't believe that if you call yourself an influencer, you're an influencer. So it's kind of like everybody saying that they are the hot commodity when they're not at all. Just because you have <laughs> you have a gather sign and three children does not mean you're an influencer. Just because you have a bikini body, you're not an influencer. Um, anyway, so there's a story on Insider, um, Business Insider, about uh, which is kind of helping um, how to get sponsored on Instagram according to influencers. So it's kind of these influencers, these really fantastic people, um, teaching other people that want to be like them how to be like them. Which is fun. Um. I mean, what I found interesting in it was yeah. that the one girl says, "Well, I just took unpaid brand sponsorships to start, and now look where I am," kind of thing. And so, in a way, I thought that was interesting because I think influencers think they get paid immediately, or they have to be. But what a weird thing to take on! You start sort of like hawking a brand for free to be able to be then considered an influencer. I actually found that very entrepreneurial of that particular influencer who gave that advice. And Mm -hmm. I thought it was good. Like it doesn't come from that egoic standpoint of like, well, I'm fabulous. So of course brands are going to pay me to do posts and shit. Like it seemed like, okay, I've decided I'm going to be an influencer. That means I have to do stuff for brands. And that means I'm going to start for free. (laughs) like wow okay like that's if you're gonna do that like i admire that approach um the rest of it i'm kind of with you but it's like more power to that girl right like she deserves to be an influencer because she put the she she put her back into it (laughs) yeah no no exactly uh she broke her back doing it i mean it's like for it yeah it's but that's this is the this is the difference right so someone like this when you're looking at her model and you don't know how influencers are and you don't know if you are an influencer and you're trying to get started. This is where you, this is like, if everyone would follow a model like this, it would make more sense mm-hmm. because it's looking at it as a business. But these people that just jump on there and they just start doing ads and brands and whatever and saying, and there's coming up with pricing that makes no sense. The problem is that you can pay people to do whatever you want, but it is going to say sponsored or ads on their content. So everybody knows it's an ad. So it's not going to be like, oh my, look at that throw blanket that's over Susan, Susan Cottontail 85. And like, you know, wow, got to get that throw. Uh, I I don't know. I I just don't, 
and, and then Throw blanket. <laughs> Throw blanket. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Susie Cottontail number five. What did you just say? Susie Cottontail 85. No, because oh they're, they're all or like um sweet Lizzie, sweet Lizzie Sunshine, or like they're all like annoying names. I see, I see. Yeah, I'm I'm sour just because they involve so much work for such little result and they have to pay them. I it's like <laughs> oh my god. But anyway, um this is a if you are if you want to become an influencer and, and join the uh the crowd of idiots. I I mean business people. I mean, I mean really like good business people, grassroots um entrepreneurs. Um, good, read the Business Insider article. Um, how to get sponsored on Instagram. It's uh, it's actually pretty informative if you want to put the if you want to put the work in. I think. Yeah. But, but speaking yeah. speaking of bikini bodies, should we skip? Should we skip ahead to our uh, cash or trash with Kendall Horback? I mean Kendall Jenner. Oh, Kendall Horback. <laughs> Chris has in our notes for the show. Everyone, Kendall Horback. That was how he reminded us what we were talking about next and, and, and honestly that's not slut shaming that's just like family shaming um <laughs> by the way by the way the photos the bikini body made me think of it because in these photos for anyone who hasn't seen this photo or this story uh she is wearing to a wedding next to the bride who's wearing a proper wedding dress it's white a chris calls it a dress kini so it's, like a cross, it's like a cross between a bikini and a dress and an SM, S&M outfit. Like it's, it's yeah. just not clear mm-hmm. what the hell is happening. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's, it's really something. Um, so basically Kendall Jenner has been promoting her new tequila brand, a one eight. And she's been doing a series of Instagram posts and she's gotten in quite a bit of trouble for it because Ooh. she has like, one of the pictures is three tequila bottles and one of them is totally empty. And she's got another one where she's literally sipping out of her tequila out of a, from the giant bottle. And we're not talking like, we're talking like a bar size bottle that, you know, for mm-hmm. serving. Yeah. 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 Not the small person. Not the small not personal, personal size. No, this is not a, this is not like, you know, the, the, the crappy tequila you get in a hotel room or on, a, on an airplane. It's like yeah. the giant bar size, you know, Everyone at the whole bar gets shots with this one bottle, and she's sipping it out of a straw. Uh, si- sipping, yeah, I didn't say that right. She is sipping the tequila out of a straw by herself. It's just, it's all over the place. So it's like, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of her with tequila in sort of inappropriate ways. And then apparently she's getting in a lot of trouble for, you know, promoting irresponsible drinking because of the various photos that are in poor taste. Um, so I find, I find some of them very off brand for her because if in poor taste is your thing, if you're like Paris Hilton and you're just trying to be sensational, fine, like totally on brand. I'm all for it. Um, even if it's being sensational just to get attention because that's like, that's like a Paris Hilton brand. I don't think of that as a Kendall Jenner brand i think of her as like high fashion fabulous high net worth so for me it just feels a little bit off brand just doesn't feel like it fits 
Hey, I don't disagree with you. I think it's trash. I think it's trashy AF. It's trashy. And and I but the thing well, it's trash. It's trashy. Like it's like it, it's kind of. It's more of her. I always thought of her like you said, like more of a high fashion. She's a model. She's this. She's that. She's the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I would see Bella Hadid do this stuff. This is like this is kind of like cheap. I don't know. I mean, the, the pictures are pretty. I mean, they, everyone knows how to use a filter. And I mean, it's, it, it, there's, there's, there's a beauty to yeah, it, yeah. but like at the same time, um, I feel that she's, she's kind of seeing that the life of a fashion model is a very, very short one. And it's, pr- you need to guy jump into the family business and kind of start getting, that's kind of what I felt. I guess so. I just don't know why they're going for controversial as the tequila brand. I mean, why not just high-end exclusive like fabulous you know why why lean into drinking tequila out of a straw i don't i don't i just i mean i just obviously it's for clicks but like i don't think that i don't think she's necessarily to say i don't think she's sensationalizing anything i think that this is kind of my thing is i feel like this is a little bit lowbrow so i think it's it's targeted at a different audience Mm. I think it's targeted at audience. Yeah. I think it's targeted at, cause if you're, if you're looking at like, if you've ever talked to somebody and, and they bring up that they watch keeping up with the Kardashians, that's a big cross section of people. It's not like mm-hmm. a certain type of person watches it. And that's true. see, and I would be like, I watch all the housewives. I watch Bravo religiously. I wouldn't, I can't watch that. It's just, un, it's for me, it's unwatchable. So it's, but I, I would say there's lots of people that um, just normal day people that aren't into like a, a, like aspirational cutouts and big basses and like all that kind of stuff that finds them interesting. Did you also see later in the BuzzFeed story um, that she did a promotional video and accompanying photo shoot wearing what was deemed to be traditional Mexican clothing and hairstyles as she worked alongside the farmers? And then it didn't sit well with consumers and it sparked this huge backlash because they were, they were criticizing her for um, appropriating Mexican culture and being disrespectful toward native workers. Yeah. They said it was branded tone deaf and offensive. Was she the dummy that did the, she the idiot of that crew that did the Pepsi ad that was um, pulled? I don't remember. Uh, She was, I was gonna say Kardashian, but yeah, it, we see who is it, Kendall Jenner. Yeah, she's did she's the <laughs> one too. All right, so maybe it is on brand for her. Yeah, well, no, she did the. It was like, it was culturally insensitive. That's what reminded me of like, oh, I forgot about that Pepsi ad that like from, <laughs> so from that's six her years brand. ago, three, four, five years ago. But okay, okay. so can get the whole bag. You're not invited to dinner. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, so trash. Trash. And then we have uh, one of your other favorite things in the world, which is diet yeah. beer for athletes. Yeah, it's so great. It's so great. <laughs> so this is the story that Miller spars with Bud Light over low calorie counts. So Bud says eighty. Miller says sixty four. Now, if that was sixty nine, this would be more on brand for a cash or trash concept. Would that say. would be hilarious. Then I would give it cash, but as is trash. <laughs> Can I get a Miller sixty nine? It sounds like a it sounds like a sex position. Um, 
Oh. I mean, they could make that a whole campaign. I think you just handed them their next trashy social media campaign. Um, 69er. Yeah, they probably couldn't pull it off. But they should have They should have at least done 68 or something, right? They should have made it so close that it was like... Yeah, one, one off perfection something right or like yeah but the thing is that these guys what they're doing is they're all shooting for i really do feel like this light this beer thing yeah is really geared at runners and um crossfit people and i i just feel like it's more like that it's not like oh i want to have a beer and i'm on a diet i don't think it's that crew i see i see so you okay i still feel like with the way the wind is blowing with health that most people that are serious athletes and like serious about their health just don't drink anymore. Like it feels to me, I mean, maybe this is just because I spent too much time on the West coast, but it started to feel like it just wasn't cool anymore. Like, it's like, you don't, if you want to take care of yourself and your health and your body, like you just don't do that anymore. Um, yeah. So it's like a little weird to me that some trashy beer that right. doesn't even taste good. It's like, if you're going to, if you are an athlete and you're going to splurge, are you really going to drink trashy beer? Or are you going to have like a glass of wine? Or does it, give <laughs> a, does it give it? Well, here's the thing. Think about this. When I was running marathons, um, I, I had a little spurt where I did that and then just started like breaking down your body. And I was like, that's enough. I'm done. And um, at the end of every marathon that I ran and I did one, two, three, four, five, six and, um, and a triathlon, every single one had a beer tent. And it was all free and it was all for the people. And it was right after, right after the finish line. And because beer has a lot of things that are, it's like there's good carbs and there's stuff in it that is kind of refreshing and rewarding after doing that for your body. It's not the worst thing for you. So maybe capturing that and giving an opportunity to elevate a, a shitty, terrible trailer park brand um, into being like, oh, now we're more refined because you know what? We've lost some weight. We bought a new suit at the men's warehouse. Now we're, we're Miller 64. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking now, it looks like if you're, if you're like trying to, you know, if you're on a keto diet, for example, they recommend the wines, of course, the dry whites and the dry reds and then champagne or um, mojitos or tequila because mm -hmm. they don't have carbs they have calories, but no carbs. And then the worst, if you're, you know, on a keto diet, for example, they say beer, diet Coke and rum, mixed drinks, mimosas. So, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe you're right. And maybe I'm just out of touch. <laughs> well, no, I don't think, I, I think that it's what it is, is if you go to like, in, so in our grocery stores in Florida, everything's in one store, except liquor, liquor is still like in another place, but you can buy wine and beer in the store. So there's like literally a huge case that you can get everything from. I don't know what the situation huge. is. Huge. Huge. You said that like Donald. You know, I'm inspired. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, it's amazing. You know, Topo Chico, that wine, I'm not that wine, yes. I'm that water. Sparkling water. Yeah. Yep. They have a white claw version. There's, really? Um, yeah, they have a white claw version. It's very good. But the, um, they, they, and it's, it's, it's Tapa Chico spirits. And then, but it's like, everyone is doing it. I see. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, there'll be, there'll be like Cheetos, like wet white claw by the end of the year. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like everyone's into this, like thin can makes, I can drink, 
I could drink more and I'm not going to get wasted. And it's, oh, it's only 80 calories. Yeah, but if you drink the whole fucking box, it's going to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's you might trouble. as well just like had a whole pint of ice cream. Um, I find that this is like, this is kind of forcing Americans to over, Americans to overconsume um, something mm-hmm. by cutting it down and making it seem like it's better for you. I mean, that's what I do with decaf coffee now, so. Oh, look at you on your decaf coffee. What, what, so what's this about? Why, why do you, are you decaf? Are you always decafed? Yeah, but I drink way too much of it. And I can because it's decaf, but it still has like, you know, 8% of the caffeine of a regular cup of coffee. So I'll have, you know, and I have an espresso machine. So I'll end up making like, you know, four decaf espressos or whatever, which is like, by the time I'm done with that, it's like a third of a cup of coffee. Oh my God. How do you get, how do you get by? <laughs> but I'm like, I can have as much coffee as I want. So I, I understand that. Cause it's like, it's fine. And then I just have coffee all day long. Yeah. It's like, it's like getting like the, um, Oreo, there's like those Oreo thins. If you've ever seen them and people are like, Oh, I love the Oreo thins. It's like, yeah. Cause you eat the whole damn pack. I mean, it's, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's so light. It's so light. I'm going to put four together. That's funny. That's so uh, funny. So, uh, so what do we have? What do we have uh, next? I think, I think it's a wrap, Chris. Oh, it's a wrap with turkey you, and cheese. Do you miss me already? God, I miss you already. I miss all of your, uh, I miss, what's Mac? Oh, I, I miss my invite to uh let's let's take one last check-in to see if i've been blacklisted by the trump organization okay okay let me see let me see let me see let me see all right no whammies no whammies no whammies go ignored (laughs) completely ignored really (laughs) yeah it's completely ignored i didn't get i didn't get jacked but let's see wait did you at least get the confirm email address email in your spam i'm going to open up one other spot where it could be and not confirm. Everyone is hanging on by a thread for this answer. I'm, I I'm just, I'm at the edge of my seat with my jaw at the ground. Not at the ground. <laughs> not at the ground. Not at the ground. Not at the ground round. Okay, let me see. And then, it, yeah, finally for me, it gives me some weird like logo with nothing. I can't do it. But are you, me. did you, um, did you try to get in? Maybe it's maybe it's mobile only. Um, mm, let me try. Let me try. Try 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 phone. I don't. I'm trying to open my emails, which will be very interesting. Let's see what I got. Oh, is there any junk in my trunk? Bam. Let's go. Spam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've heard someone say the word spam so many times. Bam. Bam. <laughs> Wait, I don't see it in my spam on my phone. Why? So you need uh, you need a spam face mask or a spam foot mask would be good. Oh mail. Truth social. Oh, there we go. Okay, confirm email address. Something went wrong. Please try again. <laughs> oh, resend verification email. Okay. Oh, there you go. Oh, it's getting okay. it's getting it's getting, it's getting uh, exciting. Happening. Oh shit. It's happening. Okay. Okay. We almost did. No. My emails aren't loading Oops. fast enough. It's the wrong birthday. In. Oh, I just saw. I just saw a headline um, from our one of our uh, illustrious uh, boots on the ground. <laughs> no one can get in. Wait, really? Yeah, it's on. Um, it was on TechCrunch. No Why? Can, um, 
Um, it was because um, I signed up. <laughs> Narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody can get in. It's This is not working for anybody. No, it's not. So... You know what? Hey, all right. You had a good run in our eyes. Uh, we are, we are, we are behind you. We liked your logo. We liked your layout. We like. I'm still the... gonna, I'm still gonna try because now I'm determined. And you know what? I'm not so determined. So can you fill me in April? Yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> you get on in the wonderful world of tech. If you don't let me in fast, you are not part of my. You're not part of my tribe. <laughs> you're not part of my tribe. I need a fast, I need a fast entry. Honest to God, like <laughs> on, on, on like when it, when when you're talking about Clubhouse, <laughs> literally on Clubhouse, I hacked my way into Clubhouse within like a half an hour, forty five minutes, and then I was in, and I was like, okay, that's it, I'm in. Because if you say, oh, we'll send you, you're the waiting list. No, bye. I'm out of here. Have the time for that, but so on the next episode of Hype Busters, we're going to give you a cliffhanger here. Um, will April be allowed to join the truth? <laughs> will Chris actually follow up with his spam folder? Oh, god! Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Hype Busters. Yes, everybody, thank you so much. Please uh, get in touch with us if you have any show topics you want to be a guest. Again, if you want to become one of our illustrious sponsors, we have a total of, uh, I don't even, I countless right now. We have serial numbers of sponsors right now. Um, so, yeah, get in touch we with us. We just have to start doing it for free, Chris, like the Instagram influencers, and then we'll get paid advertisers. Yep, as long as you don't call me an influencer, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we will see you next time for more real talk on strategic communications with him. Me, Chris Tompkins. And me, April. Morgan. No. (laughs) Bye, everybody. We love you. Kendall Horbag. Bye. Safe word. Bye.